Switched On on FM 104 and I'm joined by Dr. Jennifer Collins, Clinical Director of Dental Care Ireland. Hello. Hi Louise, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. And I suppose we all know that teeth are a huge part of our lives for the obvious reasons. But we've definitely started to take more care of them and sometimes in a cosmetic way as well, haven't we? Absolutely. People are very well informed now about their teeth and they realise the importance of good oral health and a good dentition. And everyone likes a white, bright smile. And now we're a lot more educated and we know what we need to do to keep our teeth healthy and white and our gums nice and pink and healthy also. And obviously now we want to head into the Christmas season and enjoy ourselves while also keeping them pearly white. How do we or what do we need to be taken into account? So there's lots of things to take into account, Louise. And, for, and, and also Christmas is an amazing time of year and most of us love it. You know, it's the food, the alcohol, the nights out. So I don't want to sound like a complete Scrooge when I say that <laughs> we have to be mindful of our teeth and gums during this time and try and make good decisions. And in some ways, I feel as a dentist that we just get beyond fixing the teeth that break after all the Halloween treats. <laughs> and we almost go straight into the Christmas sweets. You know, it's in the shops uh, already, the selection boxes and the tubs of sweets. So it's the extended period of time that we're munching all the nights out where we're drinking the sugary alcoholic drinks that does a lot of the damage. So a lot of people are whitening their teeth. What are the best ways to do that if you would like to? So very good question, Louise. So there's lots of different ways to whiten your teeth and it depends on the type of teeth you have. So some people have quite white teeth anyway, naturally, so they don't need to do a whole pile, obviously. And other people, especially older people, our teeth tend to wear down over time and the teeth become a bit more yellow with age. Those That cohort of people probably need a stronger whitening system to bring the colour of the teeth up. So with our teeth, there's two different ways to whiten them. One is like internal whitening, which is the deeper whitening process. And the other is external whitening, which is when you use your whitening toothpaste. So to really whiten discoloured teeth, you need to use a solution that your dentist can give you. So so we favour the system where we make whitening trays for patients and we give them the whitening gel, which is a peroxide-based gel, and you use it for a certain length of time. And we would tailor the gel to, to the patient's needs. So for example, if a patient has very sensitive teeth, we would make sure that they are using a gel with much lower concentration of peroxide to help ensure that there's a maximum result with hopefully as little sensitivity as possible. Is it likely to make them sensitive? 100 percent yes so whitening makes teeth sensitive and it's not a bad sign or anything like that it's often you know younger people the nerves are quite big in the teeth so the gel really kind of irritates the teeth just short term just temporarily Mm -hmm. and again often an older demographic the nerves can shrink a little bit over time so they might find that the teeth take a little bit longer to whiten they still get a great result and and hopefully get less sensitivity but the teeth will will always get sensitive with tooth whitening but it's just the level of sensitivity that's what we can monitor as dentists so we often supplement the whitening process with uh, whitening desensitizing gels and toothpaste and patients find that very helpful but the sensitivity is always temporary and I wouldn't let their sensitive teeth put them off from whitening their teeth there's ways we can do it and so then you can kind of keep with your your normal routine with brushing and flossing and that Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, brushing, we know brushing is very, very important. Brushing twice a day for two to three minutes with a fluoridated toothpaste is paramount. It's key. And flossing is great, too. And again, you know, flossing can be hard sometimes to keep it up. But even if we don't manage to do it every day, at least a few times a week would make a big difference. Mouthwash then, some people really find mouthwash work very well for them. Again, I would look at the patient and see what their risk of decay is. If they have a poor diet or dexterity 
dexterity issues and they can't brush the teeth properly, then mouthwash can be a very, very useful adjunct also. With the flossing, should that be done before or after brushing? Ooh, very good question as well. So again, it, it doesn't really matter as long okay. as I, I like to do the flossing after I brush my teeth. So I, I brush my teeth first, brush them well in a circular motion and then floss afterwards. And again, you're better off flossing last thing at night before you go to bed. So it, what it, flossing does, is it removes all the food and stuff that gets stuck between the teeth. Some people find flossing very difficult and I would suggest to, de- to them to use the wax floss, the thinner floss, the teeth that kind of glides between the teeth. And some people will say to me, their teeth are just too tightly packed together. They just can't get in between the teeth. So then I would say using the interdental brushes is very handy. So the brushes that go in at the base of the teeth. And again, as we get older, our gums shrink a little bit. And that's where the expression long of the tooth comes from. Mm-hmm. Cause our teeth look longer as we age. So it's often easier to use the interdental brushes then in our older years. Because we can get right between the gaps at the base of the teeth and make sure the teeth and gums are kept really healthy and clean. So then what sugary drinks or what drinks and sweets should we be staying away from or kind of limiting? So, well, just in terms of drinks, you know, again, in terms of alcoholic drinks are, are very often full of sugar and it's often the the, the drinks with the, with the lemons and limes that the acid really combined with the sugar is quite damaging to the teeth. And again, it's the mixer. It's the lemonade with the vodka or the sugar in the mojito or the Irish coffee that does a lot of damage. So all these extra sources of sugar in drinks can feed the bacteria in the mouth and then it's the bacteria that make the acids and it's the acids that break down the teeth. If you can think of it that way, that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I would say to people when it comes to drinks, Again, water and milk are the best drinks, but on a night out, you mightn't be having a pint of milk, you might be on a pint of something else, which is fair enough. But again, try and choose drinks that have less sugar in them uh, and mixers that are sugar free or slimline tonic water. Uh, Drinking lots of water on a night out is very helpful, actually, just to kind of wash away the sugar and stay hydrated. But even even drinking your drinks at night uh, in the evenings when you're out with a straw is handy. And again, I'm not suggesting your your pint of Guinness, but you know your cocktail with a straw is quite a good way to consume your drinks. And the, the drink then misses the teeth. And, and, and in theory, there's not as much damage done then. So then when it comes to fruit, is that the same as sugar? Like, should we be classing that as the same? Yeah. So again, fruit is, fruit is a very good food to eat, especially if you're craving sugar. But yeah. fruit, fruit contains naturally occurring sugars and they would have the same effect on the body as artificially produced sugars. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, at least if you're eating fruit, you're getting lots of vitamins and fiber and minerals that will support your oral health and body. But also again, pairing fruit with, with cheeses and different foods that provide calcium will, will strengthen your enamel. But if ever you're eating a lot of uh, sugary foods or drinking a lot of sugary drinks and you're worried about your teeth, give your, give your mouth about half an hour to recover from the onslaught of sugar before you brush them. So that's a, a good tip because sometimes we get that film with sugar in our teeth and we're dying to brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. But actually, let your mouth recover and, and, and do what it needs to do and then brush your teeth. And then that's the best chance you have of recovering from the, the onslaught of the sugar. OK, brilliant. Some great advice there, because I think, as you say, you just go up and start scrubbing away <laughs> to try and get it off. Yeah, because cool, you're trying to do the right thing and yeah. we're always trying to do the right thing. But and again, at Christmas and these kind of times, we're going to indulge and that's to be expected. And we'll get away with it if we manage our teeth well. And, and it's nice if we can to, to try and make those, those healthy choices. And even when it comes to wine and things like that, people get very worried about the discoloration of red wine. And red wine is so nice. Yeah. If, if you like wine and you like red wine, you know, sometimes white wine just doesn't cut it. But if you get that fright of your life when you when you go into the bathroom on a night out and you see your 
teeth are lovely white teeth I've got a shade of purple from the red wine you know don't panic it comes off it's only mm-hmm. temporary even a bit of baking soda and water the next day will, will help lift off any stains on the teeth and it's like anything if you look after your teeth well and manage them and, and, and keep your sugar and um, the, the sugar in your foods kind of to, to limited amount of food you'll be fine you'll have no problems Excellent Dr Jennifer Collins thank you very much for chatting to us Thanks Louise